Welcome to the Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about healthcare technologies. Hello, everyone. Bruce Hall here, and welcome to another Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat. And today we're going to talk about the future of consumer-centric care delivery. And our guest is Dr. Sanaz Cordes, who's the Chief Healthcare Advisor for Worldwide Technology, a key Dell partner. How are you doing today, Dr. Cordes? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on. And thank you very much for being on the podcast. Could we start with a little bit of your background, please? I am a physician. I practiced for many years early in my career with Providence Health, and I transitioned over to healthcare technology about 12 years ago, worked for some smaller private organizations, spent the last six years in the startup entrepreneurial venture capital space, really digging in with just different digital innovations and moved over to worldwide technology a little over a month and a half ago. So let's begin and talk about the patient engagement model. How are health systems thinking about the future of patient engagement? I think health systems are shifting the way they're thinking about this over the last few years. When we started out talking about patient engagement, it was really focused on a basic portal, a place for patients to communicate with their care team, pay bills, maybe review labs. And over the last couple of years, we've seen more conversations around a more consumer-centric approach. Now moving forward, I kind of compare it to non-healthcare services when you and I need to get a personal service or schedule a hair appointment. We've really migrated from calling to submitting an email request for a date to a 24-7 self-initiated portal for instant scheduling and review of services and adding comments, getting reminders. So I think health systems are really thinking about that and that strategic approach to that has accelerated over the last few months you're hearing that term digital front door, where the goal is to engage patients at every major touch point along their journey and really improving access to care. That's a great point. I can't remember the last time I called a restaurant and ordered. It's almost all online now. So I see what you mean about the digital front door. What are the pillars of this new consumer-centric model as it relates to healthcare? As we've been working with our partners and researching what's working and what's strategically a top goal for a lot of these organizations, It really boils down to four pillars, if you will. Virtual care. The last few months, health systems have noticed the importance of a virtual care strategy at a minimum telehealth. But now we're really thinking about there's just so much more that can be done here, and we can touch on that in a bit. The second pillar is really a superior user experience for what we used to think about as portal features. So moving away from that transactional list of things we chatted about with scheduling and whatnot, And thinking about it as a way of enabling a patient to manage their own care, 24-hour access to their care and to engaging with their system. So virtual care even beyond telehealth and a superior user experience, what are the other two pillars? The third pillar is really a wellness and disease management concept. And this one to me is interesting because the terminology of how healthcare organizations had thought about this was population health management, which was more of a siloed clinical operations feature for the organization. And it's clear that this is actually a crucial patient engagement strategy, leveraging some of those efforts that they put in place with technologies and identifying risks, health systems leveraging that work and now shifting it to the front end to really engage the patient and provide additional enhancements to the care that they're receiving. And the fourth pillar is really education and resources. So providing 24 access to things like 
educational materials pertaining to maybe a condition the patient has or something they're interested in learning more about, having access to community resources, keeping up to date with what the health system has to offer. So those would be the four pillars that, as we think about this new consumer-centric approach to engagement, have risen to the top. Boy, that's a really easy to understand set of pillars. If you don't mind, Dr. Cordes, I'd like to take you a little bit deeper into each one. And let's begin with virtual care. How are health systems thinking about the future of virtual care in this consumer-centric model? Before, just having a telehealth model in place for inpatient, clinic, even post-acute care facilities that are SNFs, and even in-home, that was a huge initiative. And most health systems were somewhere along that project timeline. Now we realize that telehealth is just a piece. Televisits, telehealth within the hospital walls, that's only part of this larger, more optimized solution. So what does virtual care need to look like in this new model? What does it need to entail? Now when we think about virtual care in this consumer model, it really needs to be a one-stop shop for essentially sort of three things if we think about it in a stepwise approach. First, a self-directed triage approach. When you come in to a ED, for example, and you speak to someone and you tell them briefly at the front desk what's going on, that begins a triage process that ultimately lands you into action, whether you're seen or you're referred out. So a self-directed triage would be instead of a patient running to Google to look up their symptoms, they can immediately access tools on their digital platform like an interactive FAQ in its most basic form that walks them through some logic to provide some support. More advanced would be a chatbot using artificial intelligence to customize this decision tree using personalized data from all these disparate sources that the health system has flowing through their walls, both discrete and non-discrete data, which we can chat about in a little bit, and then the patient-entered data. This is what I kind of think about as self-directed triage, where they start. So a better self-directed triage beyond just Googling their symptoms. What's next? Then the next step is immediate care recommendation. So after we've gotten this information from the consumer, is this an emergency? Is this urgent but not immediate? Is this something that needs to initiate some sort of encounter, whether it's asynchronous or synchronous? And for anyone who's not familiar with those words, an asynchronous tele-encounter is you are communicating with a care provider, but maybe not in real time. So you can think of it as secure messaging. And then a synchronous visit is what we think about when we think telemedicine. So you're on a web app or on a mobile app and you're actually talking to a provider live. That's really step two. What's my immediate care recommendation to schedule or to initiate? And then what is the immediate action? So all the things that I listed, if the portal would then enable the patient to initiate to their encounter or even schedule an in-person appointment, et cetera. I'm still focused on the patient triage portal. You mentioned that a chatbot might be part of that, but it would also be available 24 by 7, right? Absolutely. And you're spot on in the fact that that's where we've had a lot of interest. And we are very fortunate and excited to be able to support our partners with our myriad of services that we can guide them through. So yes, chatbots have definitely risen to the top. And when you look at other industries, that's nothing new. When you visit a website for virtually anything, it's immediate and people want immediate 
answers and engagement. And particularly when it comes to health, it only seems logical that that might be the most important time in one's day-to-day activities to have immediate care. So that triage in whatever format, even in its most basic, if we can help a partner just put in a basic branching logic for FAQ, yes, that's definitely risen to be a top priority. Let's move on to the portal that you mentioned. And of course, I have a healthcare portal where I can check test results and interact with my primary care physician, as you mentioned. How are health systems enhancing that portal and making it more of a core tenant of the consumer model? You know, Bruce, your portal is probably very different than the portal I have access to that is very different from somebody else's. And so the point is that health systems are various stages of their own portal development previously and now with it rising to the top of their prioritization list, there's a spotlight on how can we enhance this smartly and quickly. So when we think about portal in its most basic form, it's out of the box. Often the EAR will have a portal application and it's not always the best user experience. It can be clunky, whatnot, but it serves the basic functions that you listed. You can schedule your appointment, maybe receive a reminder, maybe access your labs. Now, health systems are really thinking of this, again, as a patient engagement platform and making it more consumer-centric. What are some of the functions we're looking for this advanced portal to do? Even the scheduling, the rescheduling, the notifications, moving that to a consumer model where I want to pick the provider, I want to add notes to my visit, maybe I want to upload documents and things like that. To that end, before my appointment, Don't mail me a packet or have me download something from the portal. I want to interactively fill out my onboarding. A really huge initiative on both sides is insurance verification. So the health system wants to make sure that happens. The consumer wants to make sure that happens. So really optimizing that, claims and payments. And as far as medical records access to date, it has been looking at labs and things, but now having access to care, putting them in charge of care and looking at their documentation and data that belongs to them. Finally, medication management. This is a huge pain point for both sides. Health systems have a burden of being able to be efficient with managing patients' medication list, and patients want a better experience with refills, et cetera. So really thinking about these basic portal features and enhancing them. This concludes part one of our podcast. Check back for part two, where Dr. Cordes discusses making population health management and patient education more consumer-centric. Which of the pillars should be adopted first and the pace of this innovation? How Worldwide Technology and Dell Technologies coach customers on the consumer-centric journey? Where to find more info? And final thoughts.